Well, you can probably tell that things have changed a little bit since last week. Before we had construction materials up here. Now we have a castle, basically. All of this has to do with our theme about the kingdom, which is going to be introduced next week. And so I want to encourage you all to be here for our single service, one service next Sunday morning only at 10, 10 a.m. I uh, hope everyone comes and we will explain more about what all this kingdom stuff is about. Uh, it's actually something kind of interactive with all of this. And I'm looking forward to how this is going to go over the next uh, couple of months as we celebrate the kingdom together and talk about what it means to live out the life of the kingdom here. One of the ways in which we do kingdom work here is by uh, having an opportunity to do lots of mission work. And when I say lots, you're about to hear about all of that because Ron Bailey is going to come and he's just going to share with us all the things that our church does with respect to world vision or world mission. And after uh, world vision too, actually. But when world mission uh, is done in our place, good things happen. And so God uh, is doing good things through our church. I'm going to talk some more after Ron's done uh, just briefly about some specific things having to do with Zambia and our trip. So, Ron, please come and bless us with some words about uh, what we do in World Missions here. Yeah, I'm going to use the uh, remote mic. Actually, I have a reputation at uh, work, but they tell me I don't need a mic. I can uh, speak pretty, pretty loud. God bless me with the voice. I'm blessed uh, and honored to uh, bring to you today uh, just a little bit about our missions uh, work around the world. Uh, we are trying to accomplish a piece of our mission statement. And why do I say a piece of our mission statement? Because a significant piece of our mission statement is about what we do here. And I don't want to detract from that. It's about the friend speak. Sorry? One of the things that I think we're blessed with as a congregation is we have, have had quite a history of supporting uh, missions around the world. Uh, one of the things that we've been striving to do is to support many missions so that hopefully each of you can feel a connection to one of those in some way, shape, or form. And uh, so I'm going to share some of that today. Uh, our goal, as I said, is to do part of our mission statement because really a significant part of our mission statement is what we do every day, living out our Christian life, looking to strive to connect with other people and to bring the gospel to them. There are missions around the world that are doing that in other countries, and so this is part of our mission. Our budget for this year is $94,600. Uh, I present this in two ways, because there's also $40,400 that is directed giving by individuals to specific missions. So if you write on your check specifically for a mission, it will absolutely go to that mission, right? And actually, so as you see, the top one, Australia, we've been obviously supporting Australia for some time, obviously the Moriarty's for some time, uh, and that is all directed giving. I would say to you that some of you knew that we had a surplus in that budget as of last year. We have worked that off. And so if you committed to the Moriarty Mission in Australia, I would challenge you to do your part to, uh, to uh, fulfill your commitment on that. Uh, Zambia, we do 12,600. Uh, the Ukraine, 28,000. A portion of that is directed. Certainly people here, Jadon, come and talk about the stories and say, I'm going to be part of a specific thing there. And so they write on their check for the Ukraine, and so there is a certain amount that goes that way. 13,800 to Lloydminster, 6,000 to India, 21,200 to Zimbabwe. The Northern Hills Church is really a church uh, that we support, but we do that all through a special donation, and so last year I think it was $26,000, um, but I don't know what this year will be, so it's a line item in there, and you can add that amount actually to the bottom total. Uh, Regina Inner City Church Plant, 
10,600. The Honduras, Brzezinski, and Steiner work, 5,300. Uh, we're adding this year one in Japan, Joel Osborne, uh, has been there for several years and has some connection to some of our members here in our church. Uh, his support has fallen off, and so we're picking that one up to keep it going. And then uh, we have another other category, of course, and uh, that goes to, to many things, including things like Dana's work when she went to Estonia and uh, did a personal trip, uh, those kinds of things. And so I do want to encourage people, if you have something that you're interested in doing, we are all about trying to support that. People that have a heart for missions, it's an important part of, uh, important part of uh, I think, some people's spiritual journey and their service to, to God. So let me go into a little bit, uh, I think I've covered, maybe, maybe let me just make one other point again. Directed giving is if you write specifically on your check that it's going to something, it's going to show up in the red line on the, on the right. And so really in total, we're giving as a church $135,000 plus 26,000 last year that went to um, Northern Hills Church. And so that's that's the amount that we're giving. It is an increase over last year. I do want to mention one thing on that, and that is, of course, with our Canadian dollar dropping, the impact of our donations around the world is not as much as it was. We put a 5% increase on specific ones. That's really not going to offset the, the amount our Canadian dollar has declined. Uh, so it is a bit of a challenge for us, and so I just uh, ask you to support us in that increase. Uh, certainly uh, the Australia mission, so this is uh, Jason and Cheryl Moriarty and their family, and of course uh, Shannon Williams sitting right there, that's uh, her brother, and uh, Brian Moriarty who attends our church of course, and we've been, has supported them in Papua New Guinea for uh, several years, a decade, right, and uh, they have now been in Australia for three years, and so their work is really with a, a small congregation that they're trying to set up there. The picture on the top right is of a Bible study in a home of one of the guys that's been participating there. He has a big 22 on his shirt. Uh, he's been a key part of the leadership team there, uh, just having a Bible study in their home. And so we support every year. $22,000 uh, is our support that people here give to that work. Zambia, 12600 Kelly's going to say more about this, so I won't spend a lot of time on it, but our support goes through Zambia Mission Fund Canada. We support teachers and students to attend Church of, uh, Church of Christ schools there, uh, as well as uh, to support some orphanage work. Uh, that work is transitioning, actually, as the country uh, develops a bit, and our work has shifted from supporting specific orphanages to actually supporting mothers with uh, formula and stuff in rural areas, which I think is a positive step as, we, as the country develops a little bit more. So Kelly's going to say a lot more about that, so... I won't spend any more time on it. I, maybe I will say, I grew up on this mission. So I was born there. Uh, the Ukraine, of course, uh, big big change this year uh, with uh, them moving the school from Donetsk to uh, Kiev. They have got set up in Kiev and just got running. It's a smaller facility than they had, but obviously with the Civil War going on over there, they've had to shift that work. Uh, we're excited to support that work, and I am incredibly humbled by their dedicated service and thinking about them going back in to the Ukraine in the middle of the Civil War. Uh, so I think this is a great work. Uh, it's having a significant impact uh, and you know we've been supporting it for, for a number of years. So there's a portion of our giving to this that is directed and there's a portion that comes out of our budget. 
Uh, the Lloyd Minster Church, we've been supporting this for 12 years. Small congregation of 30 people. Uh, you know, Lloyd Minster has grown drastically since we lived there. Uh, I think it's up to about 60,000 people now. Um, it's, it's a struggling church, I would actually say. And so uh, we do some encouragement to them as a leadership team, uh, and we help them support their budget to, to make the ends meet. Uh, several several people here have either worship there or have uh, relatives that do. We continue to support Brady McMillan as he goes back every year on multiple trips to India, and really that's supporting the churches that were established there in the 60s and have grown and uh, just uh, encouraging that work. And so they go back on uh, multiple trips and take other people with them. Uh, you'll see um, the Olsons out of uh, Saskatchewan have gone with them. You'll see the, the Parker, Bob Parker, goes with them a fair bit. Uh, and so we support the, their travel fund for that and are encouraged by, by, by that. I get actually almost thousands of pictures back every year on their trips there and just the, the work that they're, they're having and the impact the church is having there. Zimbabwe, 21,200 uh, is what we put to this work. Balapi and Stella, of course, were here last year. I hope that some of you got to, to meet them. The top right picture is of Steve's, or sorry, Linda Ason's uh, parents. Uh, of course, my aunt and uncle, and uh, of, uh, Eldon Rogers, her brother, and then uh, Balapi and Stella. They do work in Zimbabwe, supporting really the leadership of churches. And they are now supporting 45 churches on a circuit ministry where they go around and encourage the leadership. They bring the leadership into the city for uh, fortified training. I was able to deliver the Discipleship 301 course to them last year when I was there. Just again, encouraging ministry, encouraging the leaders. Uh, and this is really, I think, an incredible work. 15,000 students, 2,500 baptisms since 2002. There is a specific need this year because Kelly's gonna say later that there's a blind community that has a great crop in Zambia. The crops have actually failed in Zimbabwe. So there will be a need for us to send additional money just for food for some of these rural congregations. And so when we send money, our money goes and is delivered in the form of maize, mealy meal, to the, to the local churches there. And they are, they are told this is coming from the Calvary Church of Christ or from other churches in Canada. We're also supporting the uh, Regina Church Plant, the General Road Church. Uh, this is an inner city church work. Uh, started out of a work with young people, actually giving them something to do, uh, and has grown into a, a church community. Uh, you'll see Dakota, actually, on this picture here. So, Dakota, you want to wait? Send back there. Dakota's one of our young people that's worshiping with us now, and uh, she was there last year helping out with that. I just uh, talked with uh, Shirley Lidbury, and she just said one of her grandsons is helping out now there, so... There is uh, amazing work being done in the inner part of Regina, very poor part of the city, and uh, so we're supporting that work as well. Uh, we're also supporting uh, the Przinskis in uh, Honduras. They were part of the Regina church plant, actually, them and the Steiners, and then they decided to take some of their knowledge from that and go and work in Honduras. So we're supporting them uh, in that work. I did write at the bottom here, and uh, hopefully this will be available on their website if you wanted to follow them. They have a blog spot where they, uh, you can follow, follow their, uh, their work on that. And uh, by the way, if you Google Gentle Road Church of Christ, you can also get on the Facebook page for Gentle Road Church of Christ in Regina and follow a little bit of the incredible stories that are happening in there as well. 
The new addition this year is uh, we're adding uh, support to Japan, Joel Osborne, for, to the tune of $6,000. His work started uh, through LST, uh, you know, which is kind of like Friendspeak. Uh, but, uh, so just to put another plug in for that. Uh, started in 2002 in Sendai, Japan. Uh, he's now begun working with the Mito congregation since 2010, focusing on discipleship and spiritual formation, something we're very familiar with here. He is supported by the Bramley uh, Church of Christ in Ontario. Their support has fallen off, and so we're just uh, picking up some support that is falling off. So uh, we have the capacity to do that as a congregation, and so that's uh, that's an addition for for this year. So our goal is again, as I said, part of reaching the world for the church of, or for for the Lord Jesus Christ, one person at a time through missions elsewhere. Obviously, that doesn't take away from what we do here. But I really believe that God is being glorified and his kingdom is growing by your gifts uh, to this world. Thank you. Well, it's certainly exciting, uh, all the stuff that Ron just shared and the things that our church has a chance to do uh, mission-wise. Uh, I, I said in the first service at the end there, I... I don't know of another church our size that even comes close to giving the amount that we do to missions. Like, it really is amazing. Uh, both the number of works that we support and the amount of money that goes is really incredible. When you compare our missions budget to our overall budget, and then also consider just the size of our congregation, like, it's, it's amazing. And, uh, and God has blessed us richly with this opportunity. I, I, I can't say enough about it in terms of, of how wonderful it is. Well, one of the uh, one of the blessings that has occurred in our life uh, in the last three weeks or so is that we had a chance to go to Zambia, which is for me the third trip and for Robin the second trip. Uh, for Megan, the first trip in one sense, uh, but she was of course born there. And one of the major reasons that we went to Zambia was to see her family. Uh, she had not seen them uh, since she was two years old, which she of course didn't remember. And so we took her out to her village. And we were greatly blessed by the opportunity to do so. She had three siblings that were able to be there with her. The, the two ladies that are closest to Megan on Megan's immediate left uh, are her sisters. They were both uh, either late teens or early 20s, 22 years ago when we, uh, when we went there and picked Meg up. And so they did have a chance to see her then. One of those ladies, I don't know which one it is actually, uh, saw her for a brief, it couldn't have been more than five minutes. Uh, because we were driving away from their village 20, 22 years ago when uh, when this other sister arrived. And we were on our way out and we had to get going. And so we literally saw the one sister for about five minutes on the on the pathway as, uh, as we were taking Megan away. And that was the last time that she saw her. So it's been 22 years since these people have seen Megan. Uh, the person in, the, in all blue, the, the fellow in all blue, is her oldest brother, uh, Agre. And we did meet him also 22 years ago. And then on Augre's left is Megan's birth father, uh, whose name is Thomas Mackay. And Thomas is, I'm, I'm going to guess that he's uh, probably early 60s or so. And um, when his mother, or when Megan's mother died uh, shortly after giving birth to her, Thomas was not able to care for Megan. And so we had a chance to do that eventually. He, she was in a, a care home for a couple of years uh, and then... We had a chance to, to bring her to Canada and to raise her here. And as you can imagine, it was a very happy reunion. They were thrilled to see her. Uh, we have vi videotape of all of that. We videotaped it 22 years ago, and we videotaped it again uh, in the last three weeks. So it was just wonderful to be there, and I wanted to have at least a chance to see that. 
But in addition to us going to do that, uh, the blessing that that was, we also had a chance to go and observe what was happening through Zambia Mission Fund Canada. In 1987, Steve Mann and I from Victoria had a chance to go to, uh, to uh, Zambia for the first time. We were supporting a missionary there, Wendy Charco. Wendy had written us a letter talking about the things that she was doing out in the villages. And I got the letter in the mail at the church, and I, I took it to Steve and said, Steve, you know, somebody needs to you know, be in significant contact with this young lady, you know, our missionary. I hadn't been at the church for very long at that point, about a year or so. And I hadn't met Wendy or anything, and I just said, man, this you know, it just sounds to me like she's doing a great work. And Steve kind of handed the letter back to me and said, well, why don't you and I go to Zambia then? And so uh, about three weeks later, we did, and went to Zambia, spent three weeks there. One of the things that we uh, were put in contact with was a lady named Kathy Kamala who took children into her home and, and basically served as her own kind of orphanage. And Steve and I were sitting in her living room and Kathy came and brought this little baby and plopped her in Steve's lap. And Steve looked at me and said, I'm gonna th I think I'm going to take one of these home. <laughs> and he didn't write then, but he eventually did. A few months later, we uh, were able to bring a couple of babies actually to, uh, uh, to Victoria over time. And then eventually that turned into, there was eight that were eventually adopted uh, into the church in Victoria with Megan being one of those. So that was just one of the things that we started getting into was the care of orphans and, uh, and taking care of children who were in great need. Uh, the AIDS crisis was just beginning to kind of uh, show itself at that point, and so there were, started to be a lot of orphan children, and we were caring for them. Uh, that turned into this organization, Zambia Mission Fund Canada, on which I serve as a board member. And we, started, we adopted children, we organized orphan care, we sent shipping containers of supplies, some of which we, of course, sent from here and have gone on those shipping containers. We dug wells, uh, and we even built uh, a reservoir. And so if you go to Namuyanga Christian School, just outside Coloma, Zambia, there's a sign uh, at this one reservoir that says Steve Mann Lake, because Steve was the one who, uh, who helped bring that about, and so they named it after him. He's always been very embarrassed by that. The fact that they named this lake after him. I did get a picture of him standing next to the sign, which, which I, I'll do something with that eventually to, uh, to get him. I don't know how. So all these good things uh, have happened. Wonderful, wonderful blessings. And we now, of course, for years here in Calgary have had a chance to participate in all of this uh, through this effort that began with the church in Victoria. And so we do a number of different things through the church here uh, th and through Zambia Mission Fund Canada. Like, for example... We still supply the needs of orphan children who live in facilities that we helped create. The facilities themselves have pretty much been taken over by Namuyanga Christian School, uh, where they are physically located. Namuyanga is an organization which is way bigger than Zambia Mission Fund Canada. And they, uh, they kind of saw what we were doing with orphan care and said, we'd like to kind of take this off your hands and do it. So they do it they, in terms of the institutional care now. And there's about 35 children or so that are involved uh, with their effort. This is on the Namuyanga Christian School campus. Uh, we took this picture just uh, three weeks ago, and like when I say that there's 35, obviously there's quite a few more than just these few. Uh, but these children are brought from all over the southern province of Zambia to Namuyanga, and they have a chance to care for them. The plan is for most of these kids to go back to their families when they're able to take them. Uh, some remain, but for the most part, we, uh, we try and get them back to their families. We also uh, have developed some new ways of caring for orphans besides institutional facilities. And so this is a home where Nancy and Wilson Ciazilo live. And rather than, than uh, there be some kind of institution in which children are being raised, 
these people just take children into their home, a relatively small number, and care for them like their own children. And so essentially these children are adopted uh, by Nancy and Wilson. But they can't uh, afford to take too many of those and... Uh, and of course, they want it to be a relatively small number anyway, so that it's quite private. But they still, they can't afford to have all of these children in their home. And so the Calgary Church of Christ specifically supports the work of Wilson and Nancy. And the 12,600 that we saw on the board earlier, a good portion of that goes to fund them so that they can take care of the children that are in their home, which I think there are seven. This is Wilson and Nancy. Uh, Wilson actually looks older than uh, he is actually older than he looks in this picture. I find that to be the case with the Zambians. And so Wilson is a retired school teacher, and uh, he was teaching uh, in a, a village school in 1987 when we first met him. Uh, it's a, there's a great story about how he actually kind of saved Steve Mann's life. Uh, it's a it's a long story, but we've been working with them since. With him being retired, he now uh, lives on a farm that we purchased, Seven Fountains Farm. It's a 6,000-acre farm on which there are numerous cattle and uh, all kinds of things going on. And Wilson and Nancy's home is there, and then they have these kids in the home, as I said. And our church specifically gives them their working funds so that they can take care of these children, of which there is one there. And so you, with your financial contributions, feed and clothe and send to school that little boy, along with some others as well. And that's wonderful. That's a very good thing. And I'm glad that we have a chance to do that. We also sponsor children to go to school. In fact, we sponsor a lot of children to go to school. There are over 100 children that are being sponsored by Zambia Mission Fund Canada uh, to uh, attend school. Uh, This is about 80 of them who are at Colomo High School which is the nearest community to uh, where Namianga Christian School is. It's a public school, uh, but it still costs to go there. And kids from the village, when they come to town, they have to be put up. So they have to be boarded, they have to be fed and all uh, that at the school, room and board, I should say. And so Zambia Mission Fund Canada does that for... Uh, this was about 80 kids or so that came out to see us. They specifically came to see us because we were there representing Zambia Mission Fund Canada. They've come to the yard, the grass out in front of Wilson and Nancy's uh, home at Seven Fountains Farm. And we gave them T-shirts and gave them some packages with, which had a bunch of uh, educational supplies in them. Uh, the whole way there, they, they, they came to us about eight kilometers over a dusty road in the back of a truck. They sang the whole way. They sang after they arrived. They sang while they were there. They sang to us just about the whole time uh, that they were there. And we have videos of all of that that I'll show you sometime. It's absolutely wonderful. Another way that we support kids going to school is that we have a chance to support individual children. Uh, As you can see in the photo, uh, you will recognize those individuals because that's the Wise family that's staring back at you there under, uh, in the photograph. And Sherry and Trevor specifically support uh, this little girl. She is hearing impaired. She cannot hear. And she goes to a special needs school about 100 kilometers north of, of our, where our operation is at Namuyanga Christian School. And <laughs> we take care of that little girl through Sher- uh, Sherry and Trevor. And they send her to school and bless her life in so many ways. And uh, she was thrilled to have us there. She was very huggy. She, uh, there's another picture I have of her hugging Megan and a picture of her hugging Robin and hugging all the, you know, everybody that came. She was just giving everybody big hugs. Um, however, do not be fooled by the smile because um, 
when some other kid, there, you know, there were about 15 little kids that came and, and surrounded her when they saw that she got this gift. And one of them tried to grab it and take it out of her hand. And she became tenacious suddenly in fighting against this kid and would not allow uh, the other child to take the card that she'd gotten from Sherry and Trevor. And so I, her name is Gertrude, and she's precious. She is wonderful. And I'm just so grateful we have a chance to do things like that. Um, we build and supervise the operation of rural village schools, including sponsoring teachers. We're in uh, like full control of a couple, couple of different village schools right now, uh, and another one that we have spar- partial responsibility for. And, uh, and so we do several things at those village locations. Like, for example, uh, we build buildings. And so this building is the one that the Calgary Church of Christ specifically built a few years ago when Terry and Bob went back. As you can see, it's completed now. There are students who meet on both ends of the school at different times during the day. In the middle is kind of an administration kind of place. Um, on, on both ends where the classes are, uh, students will meet there twice a day. Uh, they'll go, one group will go from like 7 o'clock in the morning until noon, and then another group comes in. There are many students who will walk 10 kilometers uh, in order to get to school in the morning. So they'll get up like at 4.30 in the morning, in the dark, walk through the bush for for that time to get to school, and then turn around and go back home after they're uh, done with school. That's very common. Uh, Back to the left of the uh, picture, you can see there's another building back there. That's a church building uh, that we built. And then you can see another building, just the end of it over on the right. There's another couple of buildings after that. They have about 600 students that attend uh, this school. And we were just really privileged to be able to be there with them. This is a sign. uh, As you can see, it says Block 2, which is that building that we were standing in front of, a gift from the Calgary Church of Christ. They had lost the sign, <laughs> and they couldn't find it. And so we went through some shipping containers and found that sign, and they're going to go and take it and put it back up on the, on the building. We'd already been there by the time we uh, found the sign, so we, we didn't go back. They'll go back and, and put that sign up there. But you can see that's specifically attributed to us. So I'm grateful our church had a chance to, to build that building. And this is one of the classrooms on the end of, uh, of that building. And as I said, some of these students walk 10 kilometers to get to school. And they're a bright, vivacious, fun group. When you walk into a a schoolroom there, all the students stand up and... I don't know what's wrong. There we go. Thanks, Ed. Um, Unlike some of our classrooms here, I'm I'm guessing. (laughs) And so it was... Anyway, it was just a a blessing to be there and, and a real treat. These are teachers that we sponsor. So in this particular school, for example, and all of our schools are like that, there are both government and uh, private teachers that are there, and we sponsor these private teachers uh, to teach. They, they all, uh, most of these were sponsored as students, first by us to go through school, and then we put them through teacher's college, and then they come back and they teach for us uh, in our own schools. The, the tall fellow uh, there, the tallest of those guys is a Bible teacher. I'll tell you a little bit more about that in a sec. We send students to teacher colleges and universities. And so I put this picture up because this is one that we are specifically supporting from our church. Her name is Sonia. And Sonia could not go to teacher's college if it wasn't for our church family. You pay for her to go to school so that she can become a teacher and go out into these village schools and teach people about uh, the things they need to learn and also about Jesus. And so we're grateful very much for the opportunity to support her. That smile on her face is because of you. Because of what you do. 
we care for the blind community at Simakakata uh, as well. And uh, Zambia Mission Fund Canada years ago, um, the Zambian government took some families that had blind people in their families. They put them on a truck with all their worldly possessions. They drove them out of town and they dropped them off uh, at a remote place and said, this is your land. You can build whatever you want to build here. You can farm here. And they dropped them off. And they had nothing. There was no well. There was nothing there. Our people from Zambia Mission Fund Canada just happened along them because the Lord does things like that. We just happened along them. Colin Mann, Stephen Jones, uh, Mann's son, found them. And since then, we've, built, we've dug wells for them. We've built houses for them. We've built a church building for them, uh, have taken care of them in many ways. They now have, uh, they, they do have the ability to farm. And so Ron mentioned, uh, at this particular location, the healthiest crops that we saw the whole time that we were there were at the uh, Sima Kata blind community, which was really a blessing. You know, it's wonderful that God has blessed them with a good crop because they need it. And so we're, we're grateful that we can help them. Here's one of the ladies who lives there. Uh, we had a chance to meet several of these persons who were uh, seen impaired. And they're, you know, they're just very grateful for what we've been able to do. And again, it's, you know, it's your support that allows these people to be ministered to in the way that they have been. So our mission, to reach the world for the Lord Jesus Christ one person at a time, we're doing some wonderful things. One of the real blessings in all of that is that we also have a chance to teach Bible. And so as I said, I go back to this picture, that felt, the tall fellow there is one of our students. We put him through school. We sent him to George Benson Teachers College. Uh, he got out, and he now is the Bible instructor at that school. He teaches 600 kids the Bible, and that's part of their curriculum. They go to school, and in addition to learning all the things that they learned, they also learn about Jesus. And that's his job. And so we're grateful that he has a, a chance to do that and that we have a chance to support him. Just quickly, I'll just say that uh, I, I'm hoping that in the future we'll be able to do some more things there, uh, like build that building like we did before. There are other buildings that need to be built because there are so many students. There's so much need still for spaces for students to study. One of the things that these people do not have at their school is electricity. And the Zambian government, this is the way things work sometimes, the Zambian government now requires that when you graduate from grade nine, that you have computer skills. And these folks have no electricity. And that's a little tough. So I don't know what will happen with that, but we've talked about the possibility of maybe helping them out with solar power or bringing in lines or whatever. Uh, there are two, two of our schools don't have electricity because they're just far enough out. Uh, this one is actually quite a ways out. There's another one that's a little bit closer that might be a bit easier if we were to bring power lines in. But who knows? Maybe solar power is the answer. And I think that God could do just that if he wants. And maybe through us. Praise the Lord. Miles? That's exciting, isn't it? I'm excited about that. God has been doing great things through your generosity, and I, I just want to thank thank you for what you do in, in making this possible. This is such a blessing to hear about this in my life. Let's stand and sing.